Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night, whatever time of the day it is that you're joining us today. Uh, we make up the Tulsa World Scene staff. I'm here with the uh, lovely and talented Jimmy Trammell and the lovelier and talented Grace Wood. And we are here to talk about whatever um, uh, comes to mind in the world of culture high and low. Um, and I'd like to start with something that is both high and low. Um, any of you fans of Ferris wheels? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Do you remember the, the one at, um, at, at the old Bell's amusement park? Yes. Yes. Anybody, I, did, did, did you, did you ride on that one? Yes. Yes, I did. Weren't they, um, oh, sorry. I was going to say, weren't they supposed to like bring Bell's back? I remember hearing like stories about that, but I don't know if it ever turned into anything. They bought there was property in Broken Arrow, but not not nothing yet. No okay. firm announcement yet. And and wasn't there? Uh, they were talking also a little bit about bringing it back or, or, or building it in Jinx at one point near the river. I think at yeah. one point, I I, I lived. Well, I have lived most of my life in the vicinity of the. The fairgrounds and i remember when um i believe they called it a downburst hit right over the fairgrounds and the ferris wheel was folded up like a taco um so yeah i'm personally not a fan of of of, of ferris wheels especially the ones uh if, if they were the if they're like the you know where you're enclosed in a in a cab is might be okay but the ones where you're just sitting in the little seat that pivots back and forth and i always have the feeling of just spinning backwards and it just yeah not not a happy time but for those who are fans of ferris wheels um in about if everything goes right in about two years there will be one set up on the eastern edge of downtown uh, it is one of the many features of something that is called Alley Cat Ranch. Um, they have opened uh, a food truck at this location. It's on 2nd Street, right before all the entrances to um, the IDL, I-244 and, and the like. Um, and they serve, uh, the Nick Cochran is the chef, and he's, worked in barbecue all his life and he's doing some interesting things with barbecue um and uh, we have a review of of, of the food uh, that appears in wednesday's tulsa world uh but they but this food truck is kind of they call it a a, a placekeeper for what is being um uh, described as the uh, largest adult playground in the state um some people might hear that and 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 not think pure thoughts, but this <laughs> is going to be a uh, just basically a place. It, it kind of kind of an amusement park kind of thing with a really high end uh, uh, barbecue as as the primary food. There will be a Ferris wheel. There will be pickle court, pick pickle court, pickle ball courts. Um, have any of you played pickleball? Yeah, yes, I'm you... not. Uh, it's pretty fun. No, but I, I've what? been to the pickle bar at Goldie's. 
What exactly? Describe it for us, Grace. Enlighten us, please. What is pickleball, and why should so many people be so excited that there will be an outdoor court in East Downtown? Well, from what I understand, it's like the fastest growing sport right now. And what I think people like about it is that it's not unlike the game of tennis, but it's a much shorter court. So you don't have to move back as far or move across as far. It's like just tennis kind of on like a smaller scale. So I think it's easy for people to play at any age. Like my parents are really into it, but I know a lot of younger people who like it as well. So it's kind of like a more, I guess, accessible version of tennis. So it's pretty fun. So you use rackets or paddles or, or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you use paddles. They're like bigger, a little bit bigger than a ping pong paddle, but like a similar shape. Okay. Okay. An oversized spatula. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, is the ball like a tennis ball? Is it, you know, what kind of a, is it like a Nerf ball? Is it like a wiffle ball? I mean, I can deal with those, but. Yeah, it's kind of like a little wiffle ball, like hollow in the middle. Okay. So this uh, Alley Cat Ranch is going to have a pickleball. You described it as, as an amusement park. I mean, it sounds like everything. I mean, there crazy. will be yeah. three bars because mm -hmm. uh, it's going to, it's going to cover an acre. Uh, there is a, there is a, uh, for those of you people who know downtown, if, as you uh, leave downtown on second street, uh, you go through, uh, the blue dome district and all of the new, um, uh, high rise apartments and, and, and the like. And then right before you get on the highway off to the, the, the North side of the street, there's this, it, or has been this abandoned, uh, gas station and this great big expanse of, field and and uh watershed hospitality uh is the company that that bought it they they own um uh, kilkenny's uh nola uh creole and cocktails and the hemingway steakhouse so it's got a good pedigree behind it and uh nick corcoran does is doing some really interesting things with barbecue adding different flavors to it um, uh, I sampled about five or six things and all of them were really good. So, um, so it, 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 they're right now they're only open from 11 until two 30. Uh, but it's always good with places like this to get, get in early as things start to sell out, uh, not long afternoon. So, um, so there's so 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 there so there is that. So this may this may turn out to be you know I don't know I don't know if it'll become the new bells, but uh, um, you know we I, I was there was there an amusement park on on the west side Crystal here? City Crystal City yeah okay I, I I never went there but I remember hearing about it so. Um, well, and I believe, Jimmy, you know of another uh, dream of, of, of an amusement park uh, here in town. An almost amusement park. I, I read a new biography on Leon Russell by Bill Janovitz, who did a great job. It's 593 pages, I think. And so many details, even though Leon Russell is from here, that we've never heard before. Like, at one point, someone planted a seed in Leon Russell's mind. He should go out and collect a bunch of amusement park rides 
He was going to open Leon Land in Glenpool. <laughs> but nothing ever came of it. He, he had all these amusement park rides sitting out in the field. That I guess he just rusted away as far as anyone knows. But uh, can you imagine Leon Land uh, in Glenpool, maybe back in the 70s, 80s, something like that? That would that would have that that would have that would have been Leon Land. Oh my, that could be. <laughs> the mind wobbles, as they used to say. The, the uh, author, the author of this book, got uh, big time interviews. Uh, he, you know, Elton John loves Leon Russell, so he interviewed Elton John. He interviewed Bruce Springsteen, who saw Mad Dogs and Englishman, and said, "Hey, I'd like to have a band like that." Uh, he interviewed Eric Clapton, who has history in Tulsa and, uh, you know, an association with Tulsa musicians. So just he got fantastic interviews. The research was great. It's funny the things that the Easter eggs you find that you like, though. Of all the people he interviewed, I was most happy that he talked to Stuart Margolin. Now, who's okay. Stuart Margolin? He, he's Angel... Uh, on the Rockford Mark, Files. On the Rockford Files, which I love. Right. And, uh, you know, why he would interview Stuart Margolin, Bill Janovitz could tell you, but I was just pleasantly surprised to see a Stuart Margolin interview in a book about Leon Russell. I, I, I remember reading an interview with, with Tom Petty um, when uh, he was first starting out. He and his band were uh, trying to get to Los Angeles, and they ended up, I think, I think kind of running out of money in the Midwest, they ended up in Tulsa working yeah. at Shelter Records, and he was a, he was at a um, recording session for Leon, and it was time for Leon to do his uh, vocal, and Leon goes in, does one take, and immediately puts it into the mix and and puts it up, as they say, puts it up high in the mix, you know, so it's it it. It dominates the sound. And uh, Tom Petty said, you know, do you think you might want to do another take? And, and, and Leon Russell said, oh, no, when you sing as bad as I do, just put it up in the mix. That way they don't think you're trying to hide anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, well, well speaking, speaking of things happening at the church studio, I know this is a, a tad bit personal, but... Uh, Grace, you were recently at the at, at the church studio. I was, yeah. My brother in something, of a, in something of a church, churchly way too. Yeah, yeah. Um, my brother got married this past weekend, and um, they had their rehearsal dinner at the church studio. Um, my brother's a musician and really a huge fan of Leon Russell and the Tulsa sound and everything like that. So it just made perfect sense to have it there. So. Um, I thought it would be cool to show the invitations. Um, it says Alex picked Suze as in guitar pick. And then every recipient got their own little Leon Russell 45. I got back to the island. Um, and yeah, it's they wanted to design it to look like liner notes. So down here, I don't know if you can see it, but it says executive producers, Julie and Greg Wood, who are my parents. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, and it was a live room. Um, we had a local musician named Johnny Merle who was playing um, the Dan Fogelberg piano that's there. And it was just cool. a really, really beautiful thing. So 
um, super grateful to the church studio for letting us use that space. And it was just really unforgettable. So yeah, that's my connection to it. <laughs> well, can, and, and congratulations to your, to your brother and your new sister-in-law. So oh, well, lots of church studio news because they announced also the musical performers for Carney Fest in April. We'll have that pretty soon. And they're going to work with the Tom Petty estate on some kind of Tom Petty exhibit going back to your story. So this is turned into, into the church podcast, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, uh, as the son of a minister, I spend a lot of time in church. So it kind of, <laughs> it, 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 it's a normal thing. So um, what, what else do we have uh, coming up in the, uh, the pages of the Tulsa World available at fine newsstands everywhere and at tulsaworld.com? Let us start with Miss Grace. Um, yeah, this Saturday for World of Homes, I have a story about a really beautiful chateau in Muskogee. Um, it was designed in like the French country style by Charles Fadre um, for a really prominent Oklahoma family called the Rousey family in the 1960s. And it's just a super ornate and beautiful home. And so for my story on Saturday, I'll have just more information about it, some pictures, as well as some background about the family who it was built for. So yeah, that'll come out this Saturday. Jimmy, what else What, what else besides uh, the biography of, of uh, Leon Russell do you have? On Friday, we have a uh, interview with the deer lady from Reservation Dogs, one of my, oh. maybe my favorite character on Reservation Dogs, the deer lady from Indigenous Lore. Uh, Teal Horn, a Canadian actress, plays her. She's going to come to Oklahoma this weekend for an Indigenous Comic-Con in Oklahoma City at the First Nations Museum. Uh, they've got a lot of guests. But we'll write about that on Friday. And also, we have, uh, I'd written previously about a Tulsa person on, a Broken Arrow person who's on American Idol. On Friday, we'll have an interview with another person with Tulsa Connections who's on The Voice this year. Okay. All right. Well, um, to, 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 to keep with the, the biography thing, we'll, uh, I'll have an uh, interview with uh, Barry Friedman, who has published what is going to be the first of three volumes uh, of his, um, uh, he, he began uh, posting uh, on Facebook his uh, conversations and interactions with his his father Jack that were always um, funny and 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 touching in in a sweet way. Um, the elder Friedman passed away uh, right around the first of December of last mm. year, um, and. Uh, but as, as Barry said, you know, he lived 96 years. It wasn't like, you know, you felt his life was cut short. Uh, and he, and so this is kind of a, as I say, this, this is the first of three volumes that'll be coming out over the next uh, couple of years. Hmm. Um, so we'll talk to him about that. And also a um, former Tulsa, Daniel, or David Halpern, uh, who for many years worked as an artist in residence with the National Park Service, um, has uh, some 800 or more, nearly eight, between 800 and 900 of his photographs taken over the years, hiking through, um, I think it's 13 different uh, national parks, will be now part of the uh, National Park Service archives. And we'll have a conversation with him. He lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico now, but he lived in Tulsa for many years. And most of the time when he was uh, 
as an artisan resident. He was he was a resident here at Tulsa too. So those are some of the things that uh, we have coming up, along with uh, a review of the musical Hamilton, which will which um, opened earlier this week and will run for two weeks at the Tulsa PAC. So a lot of things going on. Um, want to thank uh, Grace and Jimmy for uh, putting up with me and for all of you for putting up with all of us. And uh, we will gladly see you later. Behave. Bye.